Welcome to Next Up with NextGen, the podcast bringing you insights and perspectives from the next generation of leaders in the American Council of the Blind. Brought to you by ACB Next Generation. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Next Up with NextGen, presented by ACB Next Generation. My name is Greg Lindberg, and I am the current chair of the NextGen Publications Committee. Here on this episode of Next Up with NextGen, we are featuring a recording from a recent NextGen education event, and the guest speaker for this event was Nick Silver, who is a licensed massage therapist and Reiki practitioner. And I think you'll find Nick's presentation to be super informative and enlightening in terms of learning about the art of Reiki and the many benefits of this practice. So let's go ahead now and turn things over to Lindsay Levere from the NextGen Programs Committee. Lindsay, it's all yours. So we will go ahead and get started. Um, good evening, everyone. Thank you all for joining us this evening for this month's ACB Next Generation December Education Program. Tonight, we will hear from Nick Silver, who will be presenting on the topic of Reiki. First of all, the ACB Next Generation Education Program on Reiki is intended for informational purposes only. It does not constitute medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Participants should consult their healthcare professionals before making decisions based on the content provided on Reiki. Is Reiki is a complementary therapy and its effectiveness may vary. This program is not this this program is not a substitute for professional medical care and any potential benefits should be discussed with a qualified healthcare provider. ACB Next Generation is not liable for any direct or indirect consequences resulting from the use or application of information presented in this program. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Nick Silver to begin his presentation on Reiki. Welcome, Nick. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome. I am Nicholas Silver, also known as Nick Silver. Um, I, I appreciate the opportunity that Lindsay and Next Generation gave me um, to do this presentation. 
Um, so I am uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. I am born and raised here. I've been practicing massage for 12 years now. Uh, I've been a Reiki. I've been a Reiki practitioner for so uh, practice um, uh, chronic healing, which is another kind of energy work. Um, so we are here to talk mainly about Reiki, but to also talk about um, massage a little bit. So I do Reiki, the vehicle of massage, um, just because I learned I learned can be done by someone who does not do massage. And most people who do Reiki do not do massage. Um, like I said, I've been practicing for, for 12 years. Um, I absolutely love this career, love this field, this, you know, have a true passion for it. And um, here in St. Louis, I uh, run a clinic called the Human, the Human Repair Shop. And so... Through that, a typical Reiki session is anywhere from 45 minutes to 90 minutes long. Um, and uh, we, can, we can just have fun with that um, based on whatever the client needs. Um, what is Reiki? Well, Reiki, spelled R-E-I-K-I, is a um, Japanese Eastern um, way of practicing energy work. Um, it's the understanding that energy is vital to um, us as human beings and that energy flows freely throughout the entire body. So taking uh, that, we use what's called universal energy, which is you wake up in the morning and you know you wake up and get your day started and you have that new, fresh, renewed energy that some of us usually have. And so that's the way I kind of give it to people uh, to kind of Give people an example of what universal energy is. Um, it's just it's it's the highest form of positivity that you can achieve, and um, through the through the techniques of um, Reiki, we help people to displace negative energy and replace it with things like love and compassion, um, and creating. Um, what I mostly do is create space for people. Um, creating space for people is is huge to me and allowing someone to feel safe within um within the space my my massage room that I'm in currently is it's about 12 by 14 um it's about 12 foot by 14 foot space um with the massage table and um so we go from there so um how do you become how do you get into Reiki so Reiki is um I started Reiki and my um, my eleventh week of massage school, so um, I got what's called a, being attuned. And a, being attuned is when a Reiki was when a Reiki master comes in and um, basically blesses you and, and teaches you the techniques of Reiki um, in massage. That's that those are we we physically touch clients. Um, people who are not massage therapists typically do not touch the clients, but um, Reiki can be uh, done either way. So uh, I was attuned in 2011, and from there I took Reiki 2, which is the next level of the energy um, kind of program. 
uh, Reiki too. I took it before I finished massage school um, in uh, May. Yeah, May 2012. Wow, it's been a while. So um, that's the second one, and that that's the that's the form when you become Reiki two certified. You start to understand um, the different levels, and you start to um, be able to do things um, that are more advanced, like. Uh, some of you have heard about distant healing, and that's um, the art of performing Reiki um, on someone um, with their consent, of course. And and usually there's a there's a request for it, or there's a there's a transaction that happens. Someone pays for it. So, um, and you know, you guys pick a time, and and the person sits where where they are in their space, and it's the um, it's the art of distant healing. And you learn symbols. There are three symbols in Reiki uh, that we use. Um, they're a bit hard to describe. Um, I actually haven't seen in a while. I, I know one. Um, and one of the Reiki symbols, I'll tell you, it's kind of cool. Um, it's like a, so it's a right angle. It's basically, if you take a, if you take a pen and you stroke a pen, it's basically a, uh, it's a right angle. And then it's, it's got a swirl at the end of the right angle. You basically create three lines into a swirl. So uh, that's the main Reiki symbol. Um, but other than that, so what do we do in Reiki? So like I said, we, we, a person usually comes in and they have pain, they're dealing with stress, they're dealing with, you know, Anything that they're dealing with mentally, mentally, physically, because um, we we understand the body is mind, body, and spirit. So um, throughout those three parts of the human spirit, we allow people to um, be open and honest about what they're going through, and from there we have a better we have a better idea of where to start. Um, now in yoga, you'll hear a term called chakra, and that's what we're working with. We're working. We're working within, uh, we're trying to find balance throughout the chakra system. Um, the word chakra means the term wheel in um, in Sanskrit. Um, but in, in other words, it's it's you have these seven uh, chakra in your body. Um, those seven are root, crown, sacral, heart, throat, or third eye. I think it all seven of them. So um those are those are chakras. So we try to find balance, we try to find balance in those themselves. So um some of what we do and and it's hard to it's hard to explain um visually, but I would highly encourage everyone to they are and um experience massage, experience Reiki. Um and even massage. Um, so typically in a in a normal Reiki session, someone will come in, lay on my table, get comfortable. Um, Reiki sessions are done fully clothed. Um, I personally do Reiki in all my massage sessions. So usually my usually my clients are sometimes uh unclothed, but under under drape, under sheets and blankets on my table um, throughout the course of a massage. But most Reiki is done fully clothed. And um, they basically on a table and through, through 
Um, once they're comfortable, um, we usually go through some breathing techniques. And then throughout the session, there is a there is a series of hand techniques that we use to go throughout the entire body to map the body uh, from head to toe. And from there, um, it's it's very it's very subtle. Um, it's very much it's very much um, an intuitive type of art that we that we're flowing through, going to the parts of the body that the um, that the energy kind of tells us to go to, but also allowing the body, also allowing the person to um, just achieve a, a deep sense of relaxation. Um, so some people are very skeptical about, skeptical about massage and or about Reiki. <laughs> I get them mixed up all the time. I do them both, but I apologize. Um, but Reiki, the, the easiest way I kind of tell people about Reiki is um, when a when a woman's pregnant and she is, um, you know, the baby is is to a point where it's it's moving around, it's kicking, it's it's having a good time doing gymnastics in her belly, and the mother or the father will go over and touch her belly, and the baby will react in a in a positive manner to um, that person, and the baby can react differently to a mother and a father, you know, differently than they would to, you know, say a sibling or to a stranger. So this is a form of uh, energy, and we call it Reiki. And so Reiki is, um, oh, I meant to tell you guys, the, the term Reiki means um, Rei, which means uh, universal energy in Japanese, and then Ki means um, the ability to receive energy. So... Uh, that's what that's what Reiki is on a very micro level. Um, to to do it on yourself and do it on other people, um, it's not really. It's it's you you have to be, so you have to be attuned to Reiki. You have to be attuned in order to to practice Reiki, um, and get an understanding for it. But once attuned, you can practice Reiki on yourself. You can practice Reiki on your family members, your animals. Um, it's being used currently in 60 hospitals in America. So it's it's really come uh, full circle since I even started. And um, it's it's really just a, it's, it's really something that changed my life um, and has helped me deal with a lot of trauma and a lot of, uh, a lot of elements I have from being an athlete um, for the most part. So that's what Reiki is in a nutshell. Um, and it, I'm always open to questions, always open to uh, helping people to understand um, what 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 it is. So um, if you guys have any questions, um, feel free to ask away. You have a hand. It's Maria. Hello. Nick. Uh, nice to meet you. I was wondering, uh, you mentioned about the, the distance healing possibility for the level twos. And I'm just curious how that works, you know, from a practical standpoint, are there different specific hand movements for distance healing? Do you, you, you know, you, you were describing people laying down um, on the table, but would someone, you know, from a distance lay down as well? And then the practitioner just would from a distance, uh, you know, perform the techniques. How does that work? It's very interesting. Yeah, so typically in a 
distant healing session. Um, someone would, um, of course, request for you to do it, and you all would pick a time. So you would be, you know, theoretically, you would be sitting in 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 a quiet space in a quiet space and sometimes it can be done over over the phone or it can be like done over zoom or it doesn't have to be you don't have to be talking at all but um typically it starts with um a picture of some sort and um taking that taking from from the picture that you that the person uh gives you um you take you take the picture and you and you basically do the same techniques that you would do if they were in in, in person with you but it's a so distant healing is about being open and willing to receive energy um more than anything and so it's to make it tangible for you it's it's kind of like when it's kind of like if you're going through a hard time and let's say you're in california and your parents are are in and you call mom or dad and you know they they cheer you up and you know they're you're not you're not physically in the same space with each other, but they're able to cheer you up and they're able to change um, by sending you love by sending you loving energy um, through the phone. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it's similar it's similar to that. Um, sure. Just being just being open and willing to receive energy um, from no matter where it comes from the distance. It's it's kind of like radio. It's kind of like radio waves. We yeah. we know they work and. We don't quite know how they work though, so sure. we just know that we get we we just know that we get radio signals from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, sure, very cool. Yeah, and with the picture, because I'm asking, I'm actually um going to be uh at some point probably after the uh, holidays um <laughs> participating in a distance uh healing. So curious. So you you're saying with the picture, is that like a picture of? Uh, myself or something do i have to provide something or the person will uh, you know the the practitioner will take care of all of that and i and as you said i just need to receive <laughs> yeah just so typically we started we start with a picture um we, we start with a picture just because that that symbolize that that symbolizes who you are so mm-hmm. you know it's just typically it's just a picture of you know or some people want some people want distant healing like on um a child you know who uh-huh. is uh-huh. away at college or whatever so it's just a it's just a um just a picture i have you know I, I i you could you could you could you could do it without a picture you could do it by just talking if someone's if you're on the phone with someone you wouldn't necessarily need a picture yeah because they're on the phone with you but sure okay. yeah. oh i see you mean like a picture of myself like that if yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. Say i was on zoom or something like sharing a picture okay on the screen correct. oh i see i understand correct. what you're correct. saying okay. correct all right thanks Gray, Nick Hesse, triple Grace. Oh, you got it, Lindsay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Nick. Um, Hello. Glad, glad you gave that explanation of of Reiki. Um, has this done successfully? Been done successfully on um, others who are blind or visually impaired, or have you um, had any clients who are blind or visually impaired? Um, and um, do you need vision to be like a Reiki teacher? You know, that is a question. Yeah, good question. Um, so, yeah, I've done, you can do Reiki on anybody. Um, Reiki is uh, very accessible to just about anyone. Um, I've done Reiki on blind people. I've done Reiki on um, 
quadriplegics. Uh, I've done Reiki on um, elderly people, young people. Um, I've done Reiki on my kids when they were when they were when they were little uh, to help them sleep. Uh, so I've been been doing I've done Reiki on just about everybody. Um, and anyone can be anyone can be a Reiki practitioner. Um, it's like I said, it's a very accessible uh, art form. And um, I was in school with I was in school with three um, blind people who all who all became uh, Reiki practitioners. And um, I believe that there are some TB as well, if I've heard that correctly. Okay, thank you. I just wondered. Um, I just wanted to know. So, thank you very much, and thank yeah. you for doing all of this for us. Thanks for your questions. Scott also has his hand raised. Yes. Hi. Good evening, uh, Nick. Thanks for your time tonight. Two questions, if I may, and I apologize. We already covered this because I got in late, unfortunately. Uh, how does one find a, a Reiki practitioner, number one? And number two, is uh, this technique helpful in chronic pain management? Yeah, so good questions. Um, so, yes. So I'll start at the bottom. So chronic. So I am a chronic pain specialist um, in massage. And so that's what – so, yes, the answer – is yes, it does help with chronic pain. It helps to um, it helps you really to unwind from the stresses that come with chronic pain, because um, a lot of times the pain pain itself is is one part of it, but then um, it causes a lot of stress that you're that you're dealing with the chronic pain, and or the chronic pain won't just go away, or it's like it's like uh, you know another day of pain, and so. Typically, what Reiki does help helps to helps people to unwind from the stresses that come along with chronic pain, and thus, when the body is, when the body has achieved a state of balance, is when the body can start to heal. Um, usually, when the body is um, not balanced, is when you deal with a lot of a lot of pain, a lot of um, a lot of ailments in 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 the human body. So, uh, in balance in in medical terms, it's homeostasis. That's what balance is. Um, and so, um, yeah, so the answer is yes. It can help with chronic pain and those things that go along with it. And your other question is, how do you find a Reiki practitioner? Well, you have me, but if, you, if you're not near me, um, you basically do a Google search. Reiki, is, Reiki is, is, is huge around the world. So there is a Reiki practitioner somewhere near you. So a simple Google search of Reiki, R-E-I-K-I -E is how you spell it. And uh, something will, will certainly pop up. And if you ever need any help, um, I'm able to be found. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me uh, in some next generation rooms. Um, if you need some help, I'm always open and willing to help. Thanks. Uh, and which brings me to a, to another quick question. Yeah. Is there a certification body uh, or uh, beyond your, your massage licensure in your particular state that one can go to to uh, ensure that the practitioner is competent and uh, in this technique? 
So there's a certification. So there's a certification process. However, it's not regulated uh, in the same way that, um, say, massages. Um, so there are certain um, there are certain alternative uh, medicine techniques that do not uh, have that are not regulated, and depending on what state you're in. Um, there's like, there's like eight states right now that, that still don't regulate massage. So, um, Reiki is, Reiki falls under that, that kind of umbrella. So, but a person who practices, uh, Reiki should have a certification, should be able to provide you a certification, um, that says that they were attuned, um, and, and shows what level of Reiki they're at. Um, there are three levels of Reiki, one, two, and three. Reiki three is a Reiki master. So typically you will find someone practicing Reiki either being a two or a Reiki master. Okay. And to, oh, and your other question is, um, were you were you also asking like, is there how do you how do you go about how do you go about learning Reiki? No. Uh, okay. that might be an interesting to, to know that, but uh, I wasn't asking that, that okay. question. All righty. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Nick, this is Amanda. I have a question. Hi, Amanda. Uh, hi. Um, so my question is, do you, um, as a Reiki practitioner, um, do you have a lot of uh, patients who um, have mental illness or um and do you help them? Um, how do you help them with that? So most of my most of my Reiki sessions are done with people who deal with mental illness of some sort, and um, some of them are trying to um, supplement their medication and through through some alternative form. Um, but some of them also deal with things like insomnia is a, is a big one I deal with. So through that, we we allow them by creating by creating a space for for a person to that that's outside of their normal everyday life. Um, people typically um, start that process of, like I say, unwinding and um, you know disconnecting from from life. And so once that's done, and once they're in this space, typically what I find is people. Um, who come in here and say they haven't slept in days, usually fall asleep, but then within minutes of being in this space. And, um, you know, so just trying to create a, a loving environment for them to, you know, be themselves and, and you know, okay. let go and thank you and um, be present. Awesome. And then my other question is, is do you give your um, clients a, uh, yeah, clients, I guess is what the correct term would be. Do you give them like coping techniques that they can take outside of the the room? Like it like if they can't see you every day or you know, a, you know, a couple times a month and they're starting to like have, you know, some, you know, mental breakdowns or things like that. Do you give them techniques that they can take outside of, of your practice? Well, typically, typically the answer is no. Um, you wouldn't typically give someone um, Reiki tools to help them um, 
in that sense, kind of like, you know, does a mechanic show you how to change your tires or, or change your oil or, you know, um, things of that nature. So what you can do, though, is um, there are, are different forms of um, there are different forms of energy work and they all work within the same same realm as Reiki. So using things like crystals or stones or certain rocks, um, people people have you know, been known to um, you know purchase these things. Some people find these things depending on what country you're in, and using those things to um, find a sense of using the energy from those those types of um, devices can bring you um, a sense of peace through. Um, like I have a I have a rose I have a rose quartz uh, stone that's in the shape of a flame that I sometimes use um, when I'm by myself. So does that answer your question? Yes, it yeah, that that that's fine. Um yeah, obviously you wouldn't teach them like the specific technique. Like I like I was the example I was gonna help maybe compare it to is like you see a therapist and you know something that your therapist may teach you to do, like when you begin to get anxious is you know, how to appropriately like take a deep breath and like assess the situation. That's what I meant by like a coping technique um, yeah, so I, I didn't know my, if you did that yeah okay. so, so i give all my yeah i give all my clients the bill i give all my clients that tool so breathing for anyone everyone breathing is always going to be essential to anything you're doing uh, all my sessions start and end with with breathing uh, whether it's massage or it's reiki um breathing is just how you how you take in energy how you take in um good oxygen rich you know um Um, okay, thank you. Uh, that's how you get oxygen to, into your blood. So, yeah. you know, through, through that, um, you can do a lot of things, like, especially when you're a parent. It's e so Reiki, so when you're, like, when you're with, when you're with your kids and, you know, they, they want, they want your attention or you're, you're sitting there with them and you're, you're rocking them, um, you know, in, in, in many ways, it's, it's similar to Reiki in that sense where you're just creating a space for your child to, you know, unwinding, you're trying to get them to go to bed and, you know, or calm down from, you know, some type of ouchie or, or whatnot. So it's very similar to that. Um, if you, if you're trying to just, uh, you know, or replicate what Reiki is um, in your own personal life. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Scott has Thank his you. hand raised. Hello, Scott. Yes, uh, thanks again. Uh, don't mean to monopolize the conversation. Um, you had indicated that you might want to talk about how you learned this technique, and I think that would be very interesting. And also, who confers the various levels of, of competency uh, up to master? uh in your in your practice so how do i learn um so i went to massage school um i started in 2011 and basically walk in you walk in with you walk into massage school and you know you really don't really know what you're getting into 
and it's it's a it's a very it's a very interesting. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Interesting place mentally because you just, you want to know because as a blind we go we walk into places and we're like, you know, I hope I hope we have accommodations. We hope the, you know how's this gonna go? Sure. How's that sure. Gonna go? How am I how am I gonna get undressed on a table? Yada well. yada yada. So, um, you just and you just don't know what what abilities you have because you've never done it. But very very quickly in massage school, I I learned um that i had a that i had a gift um and through that gift um i have the gift of massage and i have the gift of um being an energy practitioner and so uh competency um you really is is there there's no there's no test there's no there's no board exam for doing reiki um we really work i guess you can say we work in in a in a honesty system uh, an honor system um, for what we do, and we do it because we love it, and we love, and we do it because we care about people um, first and foremost. So typically, like I say, in America, you won't find Reiki practitioners that don't have other certifications. Um, there are there are Reiki mat, there are Reiki practitioners who are chiropractors who are who are doctors. Like I said, in the hospital, there are a lot of nurses who who practice Reiki. Um, so attached to Reiki usually is another certification which brings people mm-hmm. a sense of peace when it comes, but if, if you're looking for quote unquote, you know, some type of certification um, in that level. This is Maria. Another question. Um, what is the, if you will, the, the ambiance, like the supporting atmosphere, if you will, like as you are uh, performing the Reiki practices, do you typically, do you have like, music in the background are there like aromatherapy or or and are you are you you know speaking to them in some way is there some kind of like guided you know visualization or imagery or is it usually you know silence when you're doing these um practices and you were mentioning too about the uh gems and and crystals and, and such um is that uh, were you? I know you mentioned having one on the table, but were you uh, also saying that those can be used, you know, in conjunction with the Reiki when you're actually performing the the hand techniques? Are you using sometimes those objects, or you're you meant them as you know a completely separate modality? They can be used um, during a Reiki session. Um, like I say, there there are different forms of energy of energy work. Um, Using stones is 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 one form. Um, I do have them. I don't typically use them. Um, I use them more for myself than I use them on my clients. But I have used them on a the client, um, depending on um, what's going on. Um, different different stones have different uh, meaning. Like I have a tiger's. I have a tiger's eye. Um, and whatnot. I have a rose quartz stone that's my flame um and that's meant that's a to love that's a love stone um things like that so um they can be used um but also they're using conjunction with other uh, other um energy work not necessarily reiki per se um your other question what type of atmosphere is it well this is my massage room i'm in it um it's quiet um like I say, it's a my my practice is my kind of my sanctuary. Um, so my office is a very dark, very dark, vibrant green color. That's my color, my walls, and my in my practice. And um, 
I play. Um, I have I have Reiki music. Person, I have Reiki music. There's an artist by the name of Llewellyn who um, has an album called Reiki, Reiki Gold. That I've always enjoyed. Um, is that I have um, I have accent lights in my room um, that that are um, around the border of my room that I can change to different colors. Typically, I change the colors to my client's favorite color, which I find out via their intake form. Um, if they're in my office and um, yeah, I just kind of create a, a I, the, the space I have created is um, one that is suitable for Reiki and massage. Sure. Yeah. Very. Does that answer your question? It, yeah, absolutely. Sounds very serene. <laughs> so you say you're going, you said that you're going to um, a distant healing session, right? Soon? Yes. So we're going to, we haven't scheduled it yet. I need to speak with uh, this person, but yes. So it'll be, that'll be interesting as to how, you know, this is going to be adapted to what you're saying. Like, will they be playing music? Should I be playing music? You know, so I guess we will figure it out as we, as we go along. I have never done it before. Yeah, typically just play. You, you can be you can be in you can be in silence or play things that help you to relax. You know, things okay. that help you to be open. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. To, to receiving. Sure. Yeah. Good luck with that. Have fun. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Nick. What did you say the love stone was? I have a it's a rose court. Okay. Awesome. Well, I thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for uh, having me. Um, this was fun. I am super nervous still, but we're fine. Um, I made it through. I didn't start it one time. So, um, do you, you have, have contact any... info? Do if I have contact info? Question, yeah, if anybody has questions oh. outside of this. The easiest way to find me, literally, is to ask your devices or your phone. Phone. Um, you can look me up by my company name, The Human Repair Shop. That's The Human Repair Shop in St. Louis. Uh, and that will give you my phone number. And if you look up online, we give you my email address. And that is my personal phone number. So feel free to call me, text me. And uh, if you have any questions, I'm always here, always open to answering questions. Um, I'm, a, I'm a wealth of knowledge, um, both in massage and Reiki. Um, I can really talk about these things all day. Um, you know. Cool. Thanks. Lindsay has my number. Melania has my number. Haley has my number. What was that? It's pretty much out there. I say everyone has my number. It's pretty much out there. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no secret. But yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Nick Silver um, on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, no site required on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nick, Thank for you. presenting. And for everyone, thank you for joining us this evening. Please stay tuned um, for information on upcoming ACB Next Generation Programming. And if you need help um, getting in contact with Nick regarding Reiki or massage, to please uh, send an email to 
acbnextgeneration.org. And we will get the information sent right over to you. Thank you all so much for coming. If you want to know more about ACB Next Generation and the work we are doing to empower the next generation of leaders in ACB, visit our website at acbnextgeneration.org.